Hello everyone and welcome to the Never Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially my co-host who took a bullet for me so I don't have to. My name is Luke, I'm your host of the Never Podcast and with me as always <gasps> is Mr. Guy. Say hello Mr. Guy. Hello Mr. Guy, hello Luke and hello to the listeners and we will explain that. I do live in America, but I didn't take a literal bullet, so it's okay. I'm okay, <laughs> you know, everybody. But, you know, I know that that could be the case over here. You never know where they're going to come flying from. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, we just had to do an emergency Never Realm um, because we were planning on doing something else, and that just wasn't going to work, uh, I, I promise. And so, um, you know, here we are doing a Never Realm, and we haven't done one in a while, and a bunch of news broke, like, right after we stopped recording. Like, literally, like, moments after we stopped recording, some big news, uh, New Japan news broke. So we figured we'd come on and talk about it a little bit. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, wow, Wrestle Kingdom. There's uh, no Gino and no Kevin Kelly. Yeah. I'm bummed out about Gino big time. I, it does not surprise me that they announced the Kevin Kelly. It's like he got an official, you know, let's read it. It says, thank you for supporting New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kevin Kelly, who has been the English voice of New Japan uh, broadcast since King of Pro Wrestling 2015, has departed New Japan Pro Wrestling to pursue outside opportunities. Kevin was originally planning to join the English broadcast of Wrestle Kingdom 18 on January 4th, but will be unable to attend due to family commitments. New Japan Pro Wrestling joins fans in their gratitude for the work Kevin has done to grow the English-speaking audience for New Japan and for countless memorable calls over the years. We wish Kevin the very best in his future, period. No endeavors. No endeavors. No, no endeavors. Ouch. That's no, that's, that's good. Scathing. The endeavors so, is a fuck you. So what what are the what are the family commitments? Is it his AEW family? No, I think he just wants to be home for Christmas this year. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, that would be awesome. Enough, you know. Yeah. Not mad at you. Well, I mean, you could leave after Christmas. It doesn't start till the new year. Maybe he wants a New Year's party for, for, or something. I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, I know that. It's Maybe he's got to bond again with that son that apparently he doesn't like much. <laughs> the, the, the Watto word. son. <laughs> I guess we've been talking about it. If you go back to an episode a year ago and just listen to it, you'll probably hear us talking about how Kevin Kelly's kind of checked out. You know, and we were never mad at him then. I'm not mad at him now. People are like freaking out that Kevin Kelly left. And it's like, I'm mad that I, I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed he won't be there to call one last Wrestle Kingdom. But at the same time, I feel like that he was kind of done, man. He didn't, the, the love was gone, you know? So I get it. Guy likes his family more. I can't blame him for that. <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's fair. He's done a few years there. So, uh, you know, I guess it's a lot easier just to fly the sub-state. Hey, is that the dude? It is. And he just fell over. He always falls over. He's right here, um, you know, just blurred out of camera for those watching on youtube which there are a few thank you and uh yeah. yeah i got the dude here and he's got the um you know the kalua drink the white russian there in his hand he's got a beverage man i, I like did, some of the pops right they have stands on them his stand if he needed one should have been like a rug yeah yeah, I mean, it tied the room together, right? It did. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. And I love 
the Coen brothers just in general, like there's, I, I don't think there's any of those movies that they have put out that I don't like or love. Um, and I know we're getting off subject right away, but that's never realm. And I just want to say the new season of Fargo comes out like next week. And that is Coen brothers related because it's like a TV show set in the world of Fargo. And it is fucking awesome. And there's been four seasons, fifth season comes out next week. You should watch it. It's fucking great, dude. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a show I should have watched already and I haven't, but uh, I'll get there right now. I'm, I'm kind of gearing up for Dr. Who's 60th anniversary by just watching lots of it. Yeah. So there, there is that. And it's, and I've kind of got Bosch legacy piling up. I know Reach is coming out soon. Oh my God. That's in December. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's like I'm hyper fixated on Doctor Who, and it's like, rah, and New Japan, really. Like, give me, give me some New Japan. What's oh, your favorite like... era of um, Doctor Who? It's it's Peter Davison's run. He's, he's Doctor Number Five. Okay, that's only be, it's. I think a, it's it's the first era I saw from complete from start to finish. So it's always got a soft spot. That's not seventies like. Early eighties hair, hair gag. Okay, I just remember the seeing the guy with the big fro. That's the guy. Oh, that uh, that's that's number three. That's John Pertwee. So after him is the dude with the scarf. Okay, you might recognize if you saw him. And then Peter Davison. He's number five. Okay. So I like him. There are four. There are four lights, but there's five doctors. That's right. So actually, it's infinite, right? It's, it is now. Yeah, with uh, the timeless children. But uh, I won't get into that. That's it's way too nerdy. <laughs> is, it, is it a multiverse thing? Just like every everything else no. in the fucking planet? Good. They have Good toyed enough. with uh, parallel universes sometimes, but it's very rare. They don't have a really big... No, it's not like that. Okay. You know, I, I do have some breaking news for you, Luke. Ooh. I was in communication with a certain wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling today. Um, it was, uh, in fact... Where is he at here? It was uh, Oscar Loeb. So um, on Instagram, that thing that you're all over, but you didn't see this for some reason. The, or d you're on Delaygram. That's what this is. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Delaygram is hilarious. Um, he he saw the Marvels with his buddy Nakashima, and I said, "How bad was it?" And he responded, "Honestly, really enjoyed it. Give it a try." Upside down smiley face, which I don't know what that means. So. Um, it's like the smiley face is the wrong way. So, but it's right. not that face. So right. that's probably the middle finger from kids like kids nowadays. That's what you do. But anyway, I responded to him. I think that hanging with a best friend like Nakashima probably makes every movie better. Right. And he has yeah. not responded yet, but I know what his answer is going to be. So, well, what's his answer going to be? Uh, tell me. Yes. Yes. Oh, the answer's yes, going to be yes, and this time there'll be a smiley face after it, but it'll be right set up. I'm used to young lions just hating each other and just beating each other up. It's kind of nice to see a couple of young lion bros. I know! Ren Narita and Shoter Umino could learn a thing or two from Oscar Loewe and fucking Broken Arm Young Lion. <laughs> <sighs> That's right. Man, I... I... I saw a tweety by Jarrell Nelson 
where he stated how absolutely devastated he is that he and uh, Royce Isaacs were not cho chosen for World Tag League. And we mentioned it on the show how, like, there you guys, you want to promote your strong? Put your strong dudes on the fucking on the World Tag League. I, I know it's not a, I, I know it's not a big deal for us because we don't really care about World Tag League that much, but I would have been really happy to see them. Like <laughs> it would have been nice. They're characters that can be developed. There's lots of characters in, in New Japan that have been developed for many, many years, and there's no like, you know, I'm interested in what they do next, but it's not going to be new. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not mad at them. It'd be nice to get some new characters, which we have. But, like, you know, more new characters, I wouldn't be mad, you know, to kind of see their characters develop a little bit. Also, they work for your company, and they're right there. Yeah, right there in California. None, it, like, they must train there. They work, They obviously work hard. We look forward to seeing them when they're on, and you you and I usually make fun of the strong guys. So, <laughs> Well, it's like every strong guy was usually just this angry person. I'm mad. Even the baby faces. I'm mad, too. I don't <laughs> even know why, but and they're all just mad, running around being mad guys. I sure am the mad. Look out. And that is not a wrestling character. Mad guy. That is not – you can't – that cannot be a wrestling character because it's it's just there's nowhere to go with it. It has no legs. So – No. No. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty disappointed that they're not <laughs> – seeing that tweet was like just, oh Yeah. Aw. Yeah. I mean, I don't if, wanna... I were, if I were them, I'd be looking at other opportunities, and apparently they've already been booked on Ring of Honor. So that's good. Yeah, well, I don't blame them at all. Good. They deserve to have a bit of TV time. I don't know. This would have been a... I don't get it. we got to have the Agony Gates instead. Yes. <laughs> got to have Atlantis Jr. <laughs> and Soberano. Well, Luke, what is your one of your favorite memories of Kevin Kelly and his career in New Japan Pro Wrestling over the past eight years? I would say what he did for me, because uh, I jumped in in 2017, uh, so my first regularly watched New Japan, uh, I decided not to watch a random show on YouTube or matches to see if I liked it. No, I decided if I was going to check it out, I was going to jump right in, in the deep end. So the G1 Climax... What 2017, I can't remember what number that is, uh, G1. It's, it's Naito wins. He beats Kenny Omega in the main event and in the last match. And what he did for me, Kevin Kelly, was just introduce me to all the wrestlers. In, like, all right, here's, here's Tanahashi. He's like New Japan's ace. He's like the fucking, he's the best. He carried New Japan on his back when they were down, right? And then all these other wrestlers telling me their stories, things I've missed, who they are, uh, what they're like. So he was a big part of that. Yeah, he was you? definitely informative to new. I mean, they said it in the little farewell thing from New Japan. That pretty much summed it up. Like he's he has done a lot to you know bring New Japan to English speaking audience all over the world, and that's pretty cool, man. Um, 
you know, thank you for asking, but my favorite, uh, you know, well, that's why I'm thanking you. So oh, cool. um, my favorite uh, things about Kevin Kelly that I can remember are his time with Don Callis. I mean, when Don Callis was there and it was him and Don Callis, it was, it, it was, in my opinion, there were times it was just as good as Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain. It was that same dynamic and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I, that is some of my favorite shit. I think wrestling was hot, the hottest it's ever been at that time as well, as far as New Japan. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know that New Japan's really like eclipsed that yet, you know, as far as how hot they were at, around that time. And so, you know, it, it, it those are my favorite memories, you know, is that kind of stuff. Because when I first started watching New Japan, there was no English commentary. <laughs> so it was just, you know, every once in a while you might get, like, on Wrestle Kingdom, they they started doing it after, like, 2015, I think. But, after, but other than that, it was just guess. Guess what's going on. Try to figure it out from context clues, which is my favorite thing about New Japan is figuring out what's going on. So, like... I have a, a bittersweet feeling about English commentary at all or commentary for that matter. You know, everybody knows I kind of just don't like it at all. So I kind of like, you know, I appreciate it, but like. Mr. Andy wants everyone to shut the fuck up. He's watching the wrestling. That includes yeah. you on commentary. <laughs> shut up. Have you ever been to a show where they pump the commentary uh, like live to the audience? Oh God, no, I have not. <laughs> That's got to be infuriating. That's bad news, right there. Get That's... a whole bunch of drunk people where uh, a few beers in, and you're still hearing that. Oh, that yeah. that motherfucker's getting beat up. <laughs> all of the uh, JCW shows, the Insane Clown Posse, all of their shows are like that. It's like it's like they'll be like, "Oh, I fucking botched it. Oh, what a fucking jabroni!" You know, they're just like. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. It's and, and Kevin Kelly, I at times I was I don't really I'm not a big fan necessarily of all of his choices. Like I could the Destino, oh oof, woof. You know what I mean? I, I like the uh, torpedo call though. Torpedo. Yeah, that was cool, I guess. Um, but I mean like my favorite like Ray Kevin Baker. Kelly stuff would be like when he like was in Ring of Honor, doing Ring of Honor with Steve Carino. And it was, you know, it was like, super kick, super kick, super kick. And then all of a sudden he just switched it to super kick, super kick. And I, I, don't, I don't like it anymore, you know? Well, I think that that protects his voice better than because uh, doing that, Whatever. During a young bucks match, it, like it, that's a, that's like a drinking game. Have a sip every time you see a super kick in a young. Yeah, bucks match. It's, it was. So and that's funny, gonna fuck his man. voice up. It's so funny though. <laughs> There's a way to do it without hurting your voice. I mean, all those those fucking like uh, you know scream like metal guys, man, they do that shit every night. No problem. There's a skill to it. You could say Shabaka! without destroying your voice. I mean, Joey Styles, you know. Maybe Kevin Kelly needs to take up smoking for about 10 years. Yeah. Um, that'll do yeah, it. Start burning heaters. <laughs> I'm talking about. Then you can get that uh, Honma Ton Waits kind of voice. Yeah. Happening. Honma. He's the best. Well, uh, okay. Well, then, like, Luke, the reason why we were going to record tonight and why we ended up recording is because 
we, us two, we covered on the Road Home from Wrestling podcast the movies, The Expendables. And I, I kind of don't even – I was trying to think the other day, how is that even related to wrestling? And I think it's because Terry, Terry Crews. Crews is in it, and he was in wrestling sort of one time. Um, and I was thinking about that while I was watching Exformables. Which is what the movie's called. It's called <laughs> that's what it's called. There's E-X-P-E-P-4-N-D Bulls. Uh So Expendables 4 came out. And I was like, oh, we gotta review that. So I watched it the other day and we were planning on reviewing that. And it is just there's nothing there, man. There's nothing there. There's no gold to be mined. Um, in fact, it's just so generic that I'm like watching it halfway through. I'm like, so what how is this related to wrestling <laughs> trying to pick apart how to get out of doing it <laughs> it's not good i feel like i feel like i made it easy for you because i didn't watch it last night when i planned to i was like you know what because of time changing the times and stuff i record a little bit later in the day with andy now rather than you know not long after i've woken up and I thought, oh, i got heaps of time. I'll just, uh, it's only an hour and 45. Easy. I can just do it then. And Andy's like, hey, have you watched it yet? Uh, no. Don't bother. So there's the bullet that Mr. Andy took for me. Uh, so what is worse than a, like, everyone loves a good movie. Everyone loves to talk about a bad movie. What's the worst kind of movie? A fucking boring movie. So apparently it was really boring. And we're not doing it. So we're just going to talk shit on Neverrell instead. So we were going to do that, yeah, and that's why we're here. But, I mean, I, can I tell you about one scene? Yeah. The only scene. There was one scene in the movie that is, like, really funny. Now, spoilers for Expendables 4, okay? But, yeah. like... Sorry, Expendables fans, but yeah. if you haven't seen it yet. So there's a big, long action sequence at the beginning. It involves driving around in mounted, uh, <laughs> mounted fucking, like, machine gun mounted trucks. You know, there's machine guns mounted on trucks and they're driving around doing that shit. And uh, it sounds awesome. It's not. And then Barney gets, which is Sylvester Stallone, he gets shot down. He's driving. It's so funny. He drops the trucks off and he's going to fly around. You know, so he's flying around in the Expendables plane, you know, with the skull on it and all that shit. He's got his ring on. No Gil Hibben knife. But he he gets shot down. And, the, and, like, the plane explodes, right? So <laughs> they walk over. The Expendables are like, oh, fuck, he's dead. And they walk over, and in the cockpit is just a fucking, just absolutely burnt to crisp corpse. <laughs> it, is, it is hilarious. And that's, Wait. yeah. Was he legit dead? Well, you got to watch the movie to find out. You think they'd kill uh, Sylvester Stallone and the Expendables, maybe they it's will. Like 75 years old. I think it's time to pass the torch. He's the star. I don't know. I like so Who's he going to pass the torch to? 50 Cent? Oh, is he in that? Oh, cool. I got no problem with him, but he's real bad in it. Um, you know, is he going to pass it on to uh, Megan Fox, who is now an Expendable? Really? You know, noted 80s action star Megan Fox. What? I didn't see her in that. She's, you know, she's not even in any of the good Transformers movies. It's the best one's the animated one. Everyone knows that. 
the, in the last movie, I think it was the bad guy was like JCVD, and it was ridiculous, and it was awesome, and that's what you want, right? Yeah. Well, who's this, left? So, no one wants Steven Seagal. Like no one no. wants him. I mean, it'd be funny, but he'll never lose a fight in a in a movie. Right. So, Have you ever um, done a deep dive on him on the YouTube? It's oh, just like mind blowing. Have you ever seen him play guitar? <laughs> <laughs> he is just man. That guy's a, a character and a half. Yeah, he's a piece uh, of shit. Yeah, yeah, a gigantic one. He's a bigger piece of shit than Bono is in South Park. <laughs> if you think you know Hulk Hogan's bad. Like Steven Seagal is like the worst as far as like backstage bullshit and like stuff. You should, yeah. You, there's there's amazing shit out there. You're right. You're right, Luke. It's great. Wasn't there that one story where he, he follows direction to the letter and then he walks off the set and like <laughs> right off the boat into the ocean? It's because he didn't <laughs> want to go over the scene. They're like, you want to practice scene once? He's like, no, no, I got it. And they're like, okay, fuck you then. Walks right out the door into the ocean. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's just insane. Look, there is another bit of wrestling news that uh, Mr. Andy... Oh, there's two. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll get rid of rid of the one that Andy cares the least about first, and that is Kota Ibushi <laughs> has signed with All Elite Wrestling, which is no surprise because he's best friends with uh, Kenny Omega. But uh, I also won't be surprised if in, like, uh, I don't know, in the future, he'll realize, oh, my contract is for how long? Nah, that's boring. And start making fun of Tony Khan's mother or something. And... <laughs> <laughs> and some... <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll just go, hey, Kenny, what... You're Tony Khan asking... Uh, Kenny, hey, what did he say? And Kenny's like, uh, you're the best. I love working here. Nothing. Hmm? Uh. Yeah, but uh, there's that. But the, did we mention it on air or am, am I so enamored with gardening supplies that I forgot we did it? But the King of Pro Wrestling match, have we done no, it? We haven't here? gotten there yet. I, I would like to comment hey. on, on Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi? So, All right. Yeah. So, um, someone I love and respect, who is arguably in the pro wrestling business, uh, sent me a message this morning. And it is video of Kota Ibushi driving around on a bicycle, touching people with a pipe, much like Steven Seagal touches his students and they go flying and. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing that, and he takes a sweet lariat from Brian Cage, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, it says, uh, "I it, it, the message, uh, you know, caption reads, I don't know if these are the high-profile matches people were hoping for for Kota Ibushi once he came to the States. Well, he's, he's insane. Like, I also saw in that same match, that match was awesome. It was like this kind of street fight match. Doesn't matter. But uh, Kyle Fletcher pile drives him through tables that through a table that. that's set up on top on top of chairs. I'm just like Abushi, obviously like oh I've just signed a contract. Oh, but I want a holiday. Put me through the fucking chair tables right now. Yeah, yeah. Remember I only wanted to put over the hidden blade, and so he fucking backed into that shit, <laughs> and he got a concussion. He. Uh... 
he is definitely a wild man. And I think it's so interesting to see that these are the things he wants to do. Because I don't think he'd be doing any of that stuff if he didn't want to do it. And and how straight-laced he had to be in New Japan. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I get it. I get, you know, he's not a straight-laced type of dude as far as, like, he's a wild, crazy person that wants to do whatever the fuck they want. So now he's in a place that, that he can do that. But is that good? You know, for the uh, viewing audience, I guess uh, you'll tell me all about it, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, they've also announced a round-robin tournament in AEW. Mm. So that's interesting. Uh, Brian Danielson will be in it. What? So, yeah, he's going to be in the tournament. I'm like, look, I like the idea of him in a round-robin tournament. Obviously, I wish it was the G1, but... um. Be, be safe, Mr. Brian. I know you, you. I know you're gonna. I know it's your last year of like full time wrestling, but I don't need to see you every week because I know you get hurt a lot. And don't do that. <laughs> Is I that mean, weird to say? Like, no. yes, I want to see you wrestle and do awesome matches. Yes, but please don't die. We want you. To, we want you to make it to Wrestle Kingdom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, damn. I. I think that it wasn't that long ago somebody had asked him about being in the G1, and he said it would be irresponsible. To be in the G1. Like, here's another crazy person, Daniel Bryanson, you know, Brian Danielson, whatever. He is uh he is also a crazy person. Yes, he is so, indeed. Well, you gotta be to be a wrestler. <laughs> they haven't announced anyone else for the tournament yet, but I do know that there are some New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers that are not really in World Tag League. Mm-hmm. Mr. Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well. Yeah, but they need. Uh, He'd lose every match. Every match. <laughs> Will he be wrestling guys? I'd love to see him face. Yeah, but I can I can handle the odd match where I see him and I'm like, all right, I know he's losing, but you know, hey, it's a Mister Bread match. Let's do it. But to see like eight in a row, I don't I don't want to, I don't want to do that. It's like watching Doki lose every match in the uh, Best of Super Juniors <laughs> or something. It's I just, thought you were nothing. saying eight in a row, and I was like. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> He's an eight in a row. That's eight awesome. in a row. Yeah, so no one else has been announced for it, but uh, well, I don't know, maybe uh, well, Tanahashi? Uh, hey, uh, I do believe Zack Sabre Jr. isn't in yeah, the, but- in uh, New Japan right now. Uh, maybe they'll put oh. Osprey in it. Mm. I mean, the Wrestle Kingdom's coming up. Why are we doing... That's why World Tag League is here. Because Wrestle King was coming up. Let's do some tag matches, bro. Come on. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's why this is here. So, like, like let's have a month of taking it easy because it's Christmas time. And then, you know, we'll let it all hang out for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Hmm. I, I agree. But, well, I'm but sure that's be us yeah. as, as viewers, whereas them, they're just like, oh, I'm, I don't really, I'm not in World Tag League. I should get a good book. And, it's like El Desperado. It's like, yeah, I know I got to do the best of the Super Juniors, but uh, I'm going to do this death match like a week before. <laughs> He's having surgery, he said, to fix something. But he'll be back for the Wrestle Kingdoms, he swears. So that's basically like, I'm not practicing this week, boys, but I'll be there starting, you know? <laughs> that's good. He needs it. He just, look, um, take care of yourself, Despy. You've had a, he's like had a big year. Yeah, dude. Pretty intense year. Yeah, so... He deserves a bit of time off and some surgery and relaxation. That'd be good. He's like hanging out with water. That's probably the most stressful part of his year. You know? <laughs>
uh, maybe he, he jarred his arm at one point for throwing away that T-shirt so many times or something. I don't know. Threw his arm out of socket. Throwing the T-shirt in the crowd. I like that. That's pretty funny. All right, Luke. Fireworks factory. Go for it. All right. So tonight, or well, I, people might listen to this after the show, but who cares? It is uh, Tai Chi here to reclaim his King of Pro Wrestling title and hopefully be the King of Pro Wrestling uh, for 2023 and now and forever versus show that fucking asshole. I love to hate him. He's amazing. I love House of Torture. So the stipulations were put out and the stipulations were all House of Torture stipulations, right? So only they could give options. So there were four. Uh, Evil wanted a lumberjack strap match. I feel like, come on, Evil, we've done that. Dick Togo wanted a two-on-one handicap match. Well, you know, that's... It is uh, anyway. <laughs> it's going to be that anyway, Dick Togo. So, all right. Uh, Yajiro wanted a special weapons officer match. And I don't... What is he fucking like? Bazookas and shit? What's he talking about? Also, Yajiro could have had the best option of all time. And no one's voting for Yajiro. So, like, get out of here. And unless it was like Peter dances match, yeah, and you know, which is like there's no match, Peter just dances, it's how she wins. I know they'll never do that because, as you said, New Japan has an element of straight lacedness about it. But I would love it if like this match actually was a false count anywhere match and it took place in a house of torture, uh, but uh, <laughs> that wasn't one of the options, and they'll never do anything crazy like that. Uh, but the winner was Yoshinobu Katamaru. His suggestion of him being the special guest referee for the match, which is the option chosen. And I have to admit, in terms of story and all that kind of stuff, Yoshinobu Katamaru refereeing a match against his old team and to help House of Torture win is an awesome story. <laughs> and gonna uh, it's going to be fucking awesome. And I expect Yoshinobu Katamaru to take some kind of chump bump. Uh, so... By the way, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, not only will he be the special guest referee for the bout, in addition, Taichi is forbidden from using the dangerous backdrop, Black Mephisto, the Tenshi uh, Jujiho, and the sumo techniques. Sho is forbidden from using his signature moves of the Shooting Star Press, Phoenix Splash, <laughs> Double Rotation Moonsault Press, and any System Sambo techniques. Furthermore, the loser is forbidden to ever wrestle in Yamagata again. <laughs> It's a, a loser-leaves-town match, too. <laughs> oh, my God. This is fuck. I didn't see that, that paragraph until I, I just I got it up on World, and I didn't know that extra stuff with uh, show his <laughs> As soon as I read signature moves, I was like, all right, here we go. The shooting star press, the fucking double rotation moonsault press. <laughs> double moonsault. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yep not gonna do that one in this match sorry you know i want to put some stipulations on myself to make it fair and so i'm not allowed to do the double moon salt that's hilarious this is fucking amazing i think it's a one match card tonight but i uh, oh no, there's a honma special six man against the dream team as well i'm looking forward to so there is that but uh, i'm just that's going to be just Five Guys versus House of Torture has been an amazing story for me uh, this whole year. I've loved it. It's. Man, I didn't yeah. realize that show was so soon. That's, I mean, we're just going to turn right around and record again in a couple days. 
Lots of yeah. never open podcasts for everybody to look at and listen to. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I didn't realize that was so soon. I'll probably get up like an hour into it or something like that because it starts at fucking four thirty a.m. Of course, yeah, for me, you know. So uh, good times to start, a, you know, a wrestling show four thirty a.m. Yeah, that's that is awesome. What time is it for me? Uh, you don't want to know what time it is for me. Yeah, it's like six p.m. or something like uh, that. Eight thirty in the evening. Oh, that's that's perfect timing, right? It is pretty pretty good. So I can maybe squeeze in some Doctor Who before. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Uh-huh. Quick mm. episodes. Okay. So what video game were you playing? Uh, well, I'm really boring. I haven't really changed my video games that much in the last since the last time we we spoke. So I'm still playing Star Wars Battlefront Two from 2005. Oh, that's a tremendous. Oh, th- oh, it's my chill out game while I listen to podcasts and music and Word. don't have to think i know it backwards i just yeah it's just a really good time and also still playing knights of the old republic 2 with charity we've been a little, little busy so we haven't had as much game time as we as we wished but uh it's pretty good nice yeah man I, I wish i wonder if i can get battlefront 2 on a PS5. I wonder if I can do that. Anyway, just kidding. I wonder if I can get it on there. I'm sure I can, because I'd love to play that again. Battlefront 1, I liked a lot. And then Battlefront 2 was fun, because you could get in the vehicles, and they're pretty much worthless, but they're just there, you know? But the spaceship battles are insane. Like, Those that's are fun, right? Yeah. I mean, I like that. I played the shit out of that game, too. That's yeah. one of the like, FPSs that I've ever like felt that I really loved. I like um, what's the the cartoon game that I like to play? It's like uh, Borderlands. I like those games too, but goddamn, something I didn't notice till I got older. Man, you want to hear some old man shit? It is so colorful and so like strong as far as the saturation and everything with it. That watching like playing that game. Over time, your eyes really start to hurt, and you're just kind of like your eyes get tired real quick with that game. Um, it's like so, staring at the sun. Yes, but the sun is really fun to play. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like that. So, you know. Holy moly! All right, so we can always have a chit chat after afterwards if we wish. But uh, how about we do a wrestler diary? Yeah. We got a bit of a backlog, and uh, not everyone listens to these Never Realms, but uh, we do diaries on these anyway. The so important people us. listen. That's so. right. So uh, they love Jay. us for all of, for our warts and all. That's right. Jay sends us all these wrestler diaries, so have, have a bit of a backlog, uh, which is pretty cool. Actually, the backlog's running low. We've got two left after the one I'm going to read. Uh, calling uh, Jay. Yeah, you, you have to send this at least. We have to have like 18 of them in there, or Luke feels anxiety that there aren't enough, but then he starts to feel anxiety that there's 18 in there, and he starts trying to bust out two an episode and shit. That is true. He's just read my <laughs> mind. In fact, get out of my mind. <laughs> That's exactly my thought process, yes. <laughs> Great. All right. It is, I'm pretty sure, the first Oh, no, it's episode 322. Never mind. But it's the first one we've read. It is Tetsuya Naito. It's uh, episode 322. Los Ingobernables. A day upon is what it's called. 
and there is a photo with some kind of view a uh, photo looks like it was taken in the 70s <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nido in the 70s he fit right in his yeah, collars would be the widest collars anyone had ever seen his <laughs> boots would be the shiniest and the pointiest man man you know you think like you think your snaggletooth necklace is cool i mean his medallion beats your snaggletooth necklace so just imagine in the 70s, so. he's he's jewelry jewelry is a lot better than mine i can't say what is the jewelry you say jewelry thank you yeah wow. um i hope he doesn't say I that a hundred times in his diary entry right now. What about the word brewery? How's brewery? that? One? Brewery. brewery. But that yeah, word I'm is I'm a like, fucking Aussie pisshead. Like I can yeah. say brewery. <laughs> but like out of the fucking brewery. I've always thought that word is so funny because it's like it's the, it reminds me of the rural juror thing, you know, Bob Law. Rural juror. It reminds, it reminds me of that. It's kind of a mouthful when you're drunk. And where do you go to get drunk? The brewery. Hey, I gotta leave this brewery. <laughs> what was Rural Drawer from? Um, I think Arrested Development. I think. I think you might be right. I can't, I can't remember that. I love that gag. But anyway, let's, let's go. It's Naito's diary. Apparently, it's really long. So, I guess strap in. I'm not sober when I read this as well. Everyone, current location: Koshin Stadium. After such a long tour. In, there's a lot of in brackets in this, but after a long tour, road to destruction, and flying and a flying visit to the UK, I now have a short amount of time off. However, a new tour is already starting tomorrow, October 21st, at the Kumagaya Municipal Gymnasium. I will be participating in the first and second shows before leaving the USA, and then the final show in Osaka, which is an irregular schedule. There's lots of things in brackets there. Man, he's put the dates and times of every fucking place he's he's going to because hey, he's a wrestler and he goes, hey, I, oh, hey come and see me. That's what he's doing right here. wrestler. He's fucking <clears throat> Naito. He's fucking Naito. Hey, I'm going to be at these. And you're reading this diary and you're just like, I can go to there. And he might just be fucking walking out of the curtains going, hey, I'm here. Oh, you just hanging out with my boy, T-Tan. That's Ugh. right. Oh, T-Tan, he's Naito's friend. That's right. <laughs> now we can chant the whole show because Naito's been here. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you can't put him on too early because you don't want that would be weird. But you want to Fox put him on early. like a little early so everyone's got to be hot for the rest of the show. Like that's how it's kind of been working. I only just got over my jet lag from the UK and now I have to go to Las Vegas. Well, I tend to live like a jet lagged person anyway. So maybe this is good for me. It's not. It's not, not that great. I hate jet lag. Before the pandemic, I used to go overseas frequently. This time, I decided not to exchange currency and kept my cash in yen. So I left Japan and entered the UK without worrying about picking up British currency. Pounds sterling. I left Japan <laughs> on the morning of 13th of October and arrived in the UK on the evening, Friday, the 13th of October. From there, I drive about two hours and I finally arrived at the hotel 18 hours after taking off from Haneda Airport. I arrived at the hotel around 1900, but I was already so sleepy that I went straight to dreamland. End of first day of UK expedition. All right. Have you ever thought, found yourself, you know what? This Marco Polo guy sounds really interesting and thought, oh, because I used to own his travels in, on, in book thinking like, man, 
I would love to read his travels. That would sound good. I quit <laughs> after 20 pages because on this date, I went here and saw this. On this date, I went here and I saw this. On this date, I went here and I saw this for fucking 200 pages. This is Naito's diary. Yeah. He's got military time. It's like exact time, exact everything. Everything's like, man, precise. I mean, Great O'Connor's was similar to this as well, like where he was giving us a report of his daily activities. You know what I mean? This is kind of like the same kind of thing. It's interesting. Naito's yeah. very organized. He's I, very I organized. You know, he looks after his feet too, as you know, Mr. Guy. <laughs> Old man shoes. That's yeah, right. He's got the, the straps. The yeah. Best. Waking up the next day, I felt like I had a great night's sleep and woke up feeling great. I slowly get up and look at my phone. It's past 4 p.m. Oh no, the show's about to start. I leapt out of bed and any sense of drowsiness left me immediately. Turns out I hadn't set my smartphone clock to the UK and I was still just 8 a.m. on Saturday morning in London. I was really surprised and my heart was pounding. It was def it definitely shortened my lifespan. Don't say that. <laughs> I immediately connected to the internet and watched a professional baseball climax series game on Hiroshima Toyo Cup versus Yokohama DNA bases. He's running late, so he Japan. turns the game on? Dude, it's Naito. Oh, you think he's going to arrive early? You've, have you seen fair. his entrances? That's fair. He's like, oh, shit, I'm late. That just took time off my life. So Naito's on the TV. Do you want a drink? I'll go get us a fucking glass of wine or something. Maybe go to the toilet. Maybe cook a fucking meal. Maybe yeah. wash the dishes. Come back. Oh, he hasn't even taken his pants off in the <laughs> ring. You know? <laughs> so... Yeah, I can imagine him making fucking bookers and promoters sweat by him turning up two hours late going, hey, how's it going, guys? Like a cat. He's like a cat. I thought Hiromu was a cat. Uh, like no. he's, he's big brother cat, see? Yeah, okay. Because they're big brothers, right? So we watched the baseball game. I watched the cop win the game and immediately went back to bed. <laughs> oh, my God. I woke up just before noon, UK time. I'm glad that wasn't wrestling show night. All yeah. right. It's kind well. of you know. I woke up just before noon, UK time. I hadn't eaten anything since arriving in the UK. So I went for a walk to a nearby Subway. When I go abroad, I eat Subway almost every meal. It's really a lifesaver. Gracias. Thank Ew. you, Subway. Don't, nah. Mm. It's gross, dude. Yeah. Nido. But here's where the problem started. I can't use British pounds. I can't use the British pounds I had on me. This country, the UK, has a very strict system where the banknote design changes frequently and old notes cannot be used unless they are exchanged for new notes. Moreover, old notes can only be exchanged for new notes at the Bank of England, a system that makes foreigners cry. I only had old notes, so I paid with my credit card, which I happened to have with me at, at the time. Nice. Oh, good. Always probably Not really a big deal, then, is it? <laughs> Yeah. If I hadn't gone to Subway with my credit card, I wouldn't have been able to pay it all. It was a close shave. Man, that's a, you're exciting, Naito. At this time, I bought two footlongs, large loaves of bread. Yo. I like how he has to explain everything. And one pizza toast from a nearby supermarket. Okay. In the end, this was the only food I ate during my three days in the UK. I headed back to my hotel. And a little later, I left for a venue, for the venue and my match. After the game, oh, fuck me. All right. So he's telling me all the stuff leading up to the game. And now we're cutting straight to after the game. Yeah. Talk 
No, he don't want to talk about what happened. No one wants to talk about the game. <laughs> so he he said a phrase that was just fantastic. It reminded me so much of the Japanese uh, translated Google reviews. He's he said that the the bank where you exchange the currency is a system that makes foreigners cry. <laughs> I bet you the toilet is also bad, you know, for sure. This diary is uh, not what I expected and kind of kind of nice. I like it. After the game, I went back to the hotel and took a short nap. Then <laughs> I watched a professional baseball game. Climax <laughs> series game two. Hiroshima, Toyo Cup versus Yokohama. DNA Bay Stars. On the internet, again, yes, I watched the game with my very hungry stomach. Incidentally, I watched this game with very mixed feelings. The first stage of the Climax series is won by the team that wins. The best two out of three games. In other words, if Hiroshima, if the Hiroshima Toyo Cup win this game, they will advance to the final stage of the Climax series. I have a ticket for game three of the Climax series at Mazda Stadium. Well, there are very... There are various things that have to happen. One, the Hiroshima Toyo Cup has to lose today's game, game two. The flight from London arrives at the Haneda Airport and leaves earlier than scheduled. Three, the connection to the domestic flight Haneda Airport to Hiroshima Airport goes well. Four, take a taxi from Hiroshima Airport to Mazda Stadium, probably arriving at around 8.30, equals just before the end of the game. I can only watch this game if all these conditions are met, especially one. I was watching the game online with very mixed feelings. In the end, the Hiroshima Toyo Cup won the game. Climax Series Game 2. I should be happy that we're going to advance to the final stage of the Climax Series, but my ticket for the sold-out third game of the Climax Series is now worth nothing more than a piece of paper. I had very <laughs> mixed feelings. Lol. <laughs> After this, I hurriedly cancelled my plane ticket from Haneda Airport to Hiroshima Airport and also cancelled my hotel in Hiroshima. My plan to go straight to Hiroshima to cheer for the Hiroshima Toyo Cup on my return trip to the UK was shattered. I had brought my Hiroshima Toyo Cup uniform with me to the UK for this purpose. In the end, my flight home the next day landed later than scheduled and Haneda, at Haneda Airport. So even if I had planned to go to Mazda Stadium, I would have missed my connection and not been able to watch the game after all. Tetsuya Naito returned safely to Japan after the match he was hoping to lose and was still defested de de in spectacular fashion. Defested? Yeah, defested. <laughs> defeated in spectacular fashion, I guess. Man. Still, I really want to watch a Hiroshima Toyo Carp game. Oh, shit. Do you have to ride out Hiroshima Toyo Carp every time? <laughs> Call them the fucking Carps. I'm sick of reading Hiroshima Toyo Carps. Just say Carps. Why you don't need to bloat the fucking thing on this. Naito, you're names. Naito. If you just wrote a paragraph and just went, bish bash boss done, your fans would have been, oh, I know a paragraph's worth of Naito shit. That's <laughs> all you need. <sighs> it's, he, it's, writes, he writes like a 19th century novelist. He does. Or like Marco Polo diarist or something yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. All right. It's a little anyway. long-winded in comparison. But, yeah, the, the teams over there, they're called three names. The first is the location. The company that sponsors the team and then the team's name. Just call them the cops. With jet lags with jet lag still lingering, I went to Koshin Stadium yesterday, Thursday, to watch the second game of the final stage of the climax series. Results, don't talk to me about it. The Hiroshima oh. Toyu Carps record this year is now 14 wins, 16 losses, and two draws. When Naito goes to the games, they lose. So maybe don't go to the games. 
I'm not. I'm sure there's a few people out there saying that. Incidentally, I appeared on Nippon Broadcasting System Radio the other day because I love professional baseball. No fucking shit. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? <sighs> of course, I appeared as a representative of the Hiroshima Toyo Cups fans. I hardly talked about professional wrestling. Instead, mostly about the Hiroshima Toyo Cup for about 30 minutes. Please listen to it when you have time. There's a link. And it also says with an asterisk under it, Naito appears at around one hour and four minutes and 30 seconds. Just so you know, he knows you just want to skip to the Naito bit. So, like, he's I helping mean, us out. Yeah, he's Tetsuya Naito, right? If I, yeah, if I like baseball as much as he did, I'd, I'd probably do that. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool to read this if I was a big Carps fan. You know what I mean? Or if I was big into the G1 climax of baseball or whatever they got going on over there. That's know. right. By the way, those two hosts, the two knights, I have never met them before, but they are very easy to talk to. Of course, I figured they'd be good at it, but they were able to converse normally with me, a complete stranger, so I figured they must be professionals. I was completely in the palm of their hands. Radio sure is interesting. When I was in junior high school, I used to listen to the Nippon Broadcasting System late at night. Unlike television, information only comes in through your ears. I think there are, never heard of documentaries. I think there are a lot of people who listen to the radio as background music while on the move, especially yo. But for those who listen intently and seriously, I think it's a game of how much you can get the audience to imagine things in their heads. And then you can take the story further and expand their imagination. He really liked Doctor Who audio dramas, I think. He'd like, he'd I, like our podcast, I think. That's right. Because we like, he can watch it on video. But instead, if he wants to retain everything that we've said, obviously he's going to go to the Spotify or wherever else that you get this podcast. There's Podbeam, mm-hmm. you know, because podcast the, catch things. Get them. The, get it. The Never Open Podcast is a system that makes foreigners cry. <laughs> <laughs> his, his diary is a system that makes this foreigner cry. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, this is, am I reading a fucking diary or an audio? What's going on? It's like it's like the whole diary. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when does he have time to write all this down? That's a, this is probably why he's been a while between entries. Maybe I oh, mean, yeah. damn. I think it's a I think it's a great technique. You know, listening to the info. This mm-hmm. time though, I was just a guest on the show talking about the Hiroshima Toyo Cup. Hmm, I'm not sure what I wanted to talk about. Anyway, in short, I want to go and brag to Hanawa-san from the Knights about the Hiroshima Toyo Cup winning the Japanese championship. Well, a new tour starts tomorrow. My opponent for 4th of January 2024 Tokyo Dome tournament has been decided. So how can I put pressure on myself from here? What? You want me to talk about my opponent, Sonata? Well, I punched him in, <laughs> punched him first in the ring in the UK on Saturday, 14th of October. Sonata made no comment backstage that day. Can't you even have motivational chat without the other wrestlers? Sonata, as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and the last man to enter the Tokyo Dome, let's see what you're made of. Cabron! Oh, my God, it's over. Yeah. See, amigo. Jeez, that was something else. I mean, he told us a lot of information. We learned a little too much information about his uh, sports fandom and the inner workings of the schedule of the Carps. We know how his brain work is very organizational. He, 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 
he makes sure to inform the wrestlers, uh, not wrestlers, the readers of this diary of the shows he's been to. So if you missed it, you can go check those shows out and the shows he's going to appear on complete with dates in brackets all the time. Just so you know where he's been and where he's going in, just in case you're a Naito fan and you haven't seen though that Naito for that night or whatever. So He's a he's a salesman that way. He's definitely a wrestler for sure. <laughs> it's, and that that is a babyface diary too. Because like really heel Nido would have been like, you want me to talk about Sonata? No, Capron. You know that would have been it. You know he wouldn't have said anything. But he's babyface, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is the most over guy in New Japan. I'm sure that got a lot of reads. I'm sure, people were losing their minds over it. I. Would have loved to have read that with my inside voice, but that does not make for good podcasting, does it? Instead, I felt like I read a, an audio book. Yeah, it's, it was kind of long. Uh, maybe it'd be a little while before we check in with Naito again. You know what I mean? Just saying. Yeah, I think yeah. we heard enough uh, for a while. You know, I'm, I'm very interested about Great Ocon. Uh, I'm always interested to hear Yo or Goto's diaries. Those are classics. And Master you know, Wato. Master Wato, I was going to say, kind of want to hear what he's up to these days. Um, especially, there's got to be one about his hair. Come on, man. There's got to be one about oh. his hair. I want to hear about it. Have we done Doki Diaries? I saw a link for a Doki Diary on the Tweety the other day, and I was like, have we read a Doki Diary? No, we've never wrote a, a Doki Diary. Wow. I would ghostwrite for Doki for sure. You yeah. said we never wrote it. I know you missaid, but I would definitely ghostwrite for you, Doki. Well, why yeah. don't you do that and send? I'd be like Doki Batman. It's just like I, I would just like my fantasy dream book Batman stories. I would just piss him off. Boom! There's Doki. The joke is joke is fucked. You know, suplex de la luna on the off top of, of uh, Wayne Tower or something. Yeah. yeah, that'd be. Oh my god! They flip on the way down, and he lands right on top of him. You're dead. You know, I think that Doki in the new ninja costume would be pretty cool, running around with the sword and like. The, the the ninja turtles are like they're they at first they think he's an enemy but no he's like just a cool badass oh, baby face character now. so now he hangs out with the ninja turtles in the sewer where oh, he feels man. very much at home and uh, oh. they kill foot soldiers together i want all of this fanfic and like i don't know doctor who he's in trouble like needs need some help doki Doki travels to TARDIS, going in time and space. He's got the luring a fucking Cyberman or some shit. He's got the hypersonic pole, you know, right? <laughs> That's right. Doctor's like, I got a sonic screwdriver, and Doki's like, shit, yeah, hold my beer. Sonic super pole right here. <laughs> with the pole. Whack it. Whack them on with the Daleks and stuff, yeah. man. Oh, How cool would this Doki be? In all, of my, all of my worlds. How cool would this be? So you're, you're playing... Battlefront 2, right? Oh, no, you're on Hoth. It's cold there. You, you need something special to take out the forces of the Empire. And guess <laughs> what? Fucking Doki spawns, and he's got a, a lightsaber pole that he's running around hitting motherfuckers with it. Dude, that would be gnarly. And I guess just to round it all out, Doki for captain of a Klingon bird of prey. Yeah. Make it happen. Got the Klingon makeup up top, but he's still got the Doki mask on. And it's like, Kupla! <laughs> I was thinking, like, he's a renegade, obviously. You know, he's like a renegade Klingon. And he turns out that, like, you know, maybe he's, uh, you remember Worf's, uh, like, woman that he had his child with or whatever? Kayla. 
Yeah, Kinda, yeah, he calls her his woman. That's why I said that. But anyway, yeah, he does. Um, it's kind of weird. But anyway, Kayla, it's Kayla's brother, right? You know, and she and Kayla's brother shows up. What's he look like? It's fucking Doki. You oh, know? I'm like, are there any? <laughs> Man, we've just written fanfic for pretty much any nerdy universe that you guys can think of. Yeah. New Hell, season of Fargo's coming Hell, out. You know You're what playing I mean? Red Dead Redemption and you're thinking of like robbing the train and like, hey, maybe you need to get a whole crew together to help you rob this train. And there's Doki. Boom. Right there. Doki can help for sure. He's, yeah. And he's got like, he's got the silk pants on, but he's got like six shooters and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of throwing knives too. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe a oh. bow and arrow. Maybe Doki has a bow and arrow, right? You know, that's oh. what I'm saying. That'd be pretty cool. Doki yeah. rules. Yeah, he's definitely, like, insertable into any fan fiction. You know, I think that one place where he actually might have been at home, um, but except for the mediocre part, is if he was to join the Expendables. You know what I mean? I would love that. But, you know, this new movie was supposed You'll to happen. You'll hit him Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> It would be um, Gil Hibben Pole was great. It, it looks the same. It just says Gil Hibben on it. Um, but, uh, and it's shinier. But anyway, uh, and for more fragile. But anyway, um, I, I would just, I would love for him to show up in that movie, especially this one, because one of the problems with this movie, too, Luke, that is just like, what? Is that they have the bad guy, is the guy from the raid, right? And he's awesome, but he's not an actor. And they make him act, and he barely does kung no, fu until no. the very end, right? He does kung fu at the very end, and he does a lot of it, but it's at the very end. And who is the other like kung fu guy in the movie? It's Tony Jaw, who is another oh. just absolutely incredible. Do they fight each other? Nope. What? Nope. They don't fight each other. And really, Tony Jaw, like the here's the problem: the action is filmed so like chopped up that it's not good kung fu, really. Like at any point, it's not good kung fu because they chop it up, and it's like Tony Jaw is in a movie with a bad kung fu scene, and I'm like, mm, that's bad. It's that's bad. that's so, really bad. Doki get in there, get in there, fucking do his Doki bomb, hit both, take both of them out, chop their heads off with a sword, and they go rack them and rack them. That's right. <laughs> Double. He'll pick them both up, suplex De La Luna to both of them, fucking stand them up. You know, put a stick that holds them up. Daybreak both of them at the same time. You don't like. You don't hire them to act. You hire them to be like your silent whoop ass dude. You know, it's like having them having them act like and be serious characters would be like having TJP do a promo on your American pay per view show. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing? No, I don't. So real bad yeah i, I yeah. you know and, and that stuff you're thinking oh that should be cool it's not and it's not in a way that's like it makes you mad it's just in a way that's like well that's not cool what else is going on something else uh. i don't want to deal with this so yeah bad movie man and not in the way that's fun but uh but anyway yeah that's a shame because i really love bad cheese I, I really do it's just cheese you know it's moldy cheese. It is. It's, it's stank moldy. cheese. It's stank cheese, Luke. <laughs> stank cheese. Yep. Things things are stinkier if you change it from stink to stank. It's just it's just that one extra. It's like the eleven of stink. 
Hey, hold my forever. There we go. That's true. <laughs> He's dropping a nugget right there. Yeah. Yeah, if oh. that's for the viewing audience on YouTube, if you're listening, fuck off. I mean, we love you. What am I saying? Yeah, I sorry, Naito. We're not going to describe that, so you're not going to retain that information. Yeah, Naito. <laughs> tell, tell that to your friends, you know? <laughs> Put that on in the background. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, half that diary, Naito, and perfect it's kind of yeah, perfect. yeah. Maybe, maybe like a third you know i'm thinking but uh you know <laughs> yes. it was real long didn't need all that but at the same time it was fun we learned a lot about him we you know we burned up some time and that's what it's all about <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know we were wondering what do we talk about on everrealm don't worry i've got this naito diary that's a fucking yeah. whoa holy shit all right so before we uh start wrapping up mr guy what i am going to do because uh we got news like not long after our last episode came out so i'm just going to click the news thing just to make sure right and yeah just to double check <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure we got to all of it but uh yeah i mean i'm sad to see kevin kelly go but at the same time you know he's been gone and like you know he did a great job it's time oh, to move on like he's the one there's one more exciting thing the new Young Lions will be in the kickoffs to World Tag League. And uh, I can't help but feel a little bit more interested in that. Than oh, we League. talked about that on the last episode. So. Yeah, but yeah. repeating, we got uh, Shomo Kato, uh, who's comment, uh, Japanese commentary. So I, they talk really fast. I don't always catch names. But, uh, it's the best. I love it. <laughs> I know you do, because it doesn't. You can't understand it, so you don't feel like it intrudes on your New Japan feelings. It's true. So it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna put it up in here. All right, Mister Guy. Uh, That's unless, me. unless there is anything that you would like to add. Who day? In Mister Bread, we trust. <laughs> 